0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 88, and boy, do we have plenty and plenty to talk about tonight. We have Clásico upon Clásicos to be mentioned on tonight's episode. It is classical week for not only the men's, but the ladies' side as well. We'll touch upon that a little bit later. But before I get carried away any further, let me introduce, as always, my co-host tonight, Mr. Christian Rosendo. Christian, how are we?
1: I am doing well, Ivan. How are know, you today? I'm
0: doing Fine. I'm doing good. A little bit, uh, a little bit overworked, but you know, we're still here. We're working hard, and we're gonna push through. And joining us that. back today, looks like he finally found his way back from Hogwarts. It's everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Dylan, how are you, my friend?
2: What's up, Queens? Hey, Christian. Glad to be back. I missed you. I think Dylan. everyone missed Dylan. I miss you too. He didn't miss it. You, you, you didn't miss him. it.
0: It's fine. It, <laughs> I was the reason he couldn't make his train. But how was it down there at Hogwarts?
2: Thank you. Uh very stressful. Quidditch is not the sport for me, but you know, we still had a long season ahead, so I'm pushing through. If you got, if
0: you had a rank at uh, your Quidditch team, uh, if, like in comparison to a Liga Mekis team, who would it be?
2: Veracruz. Yeah, Christian, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> oh man, you guys are the better <laughs> cruise of of We
2: got, we've gotten wiped. We've gotten wiped almost every game. Oh man, oh
0: no, man. Well, glad to have you back. Glad to have everyone who's joining us live today. We have plenty and plenty to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, America has just been all over the map, from Mexico to the U.S. back to Mexico. Their traveling miles look uh pretty good in regards to their rewards system. Gentlemen, we have plenty to talk about. Are we ready to jump into what is a classical week for Las aguilas de la America? Uh,
1: yes. Oh. Very excited. Ooh, oh, someone okay. All <laughs> righty. Let's, get, let's, let's go.
0: go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get started here. And, well, we have to mention it because we talked about it last week and we'll briefly go over it. But, gentlemen, we need to talk about that Mexico game that just happened against Argentina last night. Mexico beats us comfortably three to nil and a good display and then they go out and they have a terrible match against the argentinian national team we're not going to get too much into detail about this but we will talk about it just enough christian your take on this and also your take on the game in uh, over there in your backyard against uh against the united states in new jersey
1: Yes. Okay. So I'll start with that one. The, um, first of all, the atmosphere was great. Um, a lot of people showed up. Like I said, we don't really get uh, the national team here often, so it was nice to see that. And uh, the like you said, it uh, the team put on a great display. Uh, I really enjoyed this kind of kind of mixed lineup. We saw a lot of a lot of uh, old generation players with uh, some new generation players, and it, it worked out well. Uh, We won 3-0, and honestly, we pretty much dominated the whole match. I don't think the U.S. had an answer very very much for us. Um, And I I would like to highlight um, Jorge Sanchez. I think he played an an excellent match. Uh, And, you know, the things he can do when he's played in his correct position, or his natural position, I I would say, as a right-back can work wonders. And uh, I'll touch on that a little bit later more, but... But yeah, the, it was a overall great experience, great match and you know, we we looked up to that point I think we looked very strong. Now, touching on last night's match, we supposedly fielded what we thought was most likely the best 11 we could have uh, we could have had and you know, against Argentina's, you know, kind of B team as they say, they they kind of you know, obliterated us 4-0. But I think... I feel like people are taking it out of proportion. One, it is just a friendly and there are things to work on and we, we've we we seen it even though we were on the undefeated run. So, you know, I, I wouldn't worry too much. I think people are putting their, their worries on, on the defense. With, yes, the defense was terrible, but I'm going to defend Araujo in saying that, you know, he doesn't have these games often and it's very rare that you get a performance like that from him, in my opinion. um, He's usually kind of... Kind of okay, okay for us and you know, I think I think we should kind of Relax a little bit on that But I think the most worrying part was you know the the shots on goal, you know We we registered our only shot on goal in the 91st in the 91st minute of the match and you know that to me says Says us uh, has a lot considering that the top three the, the, the three people up top were Lozano, Raúl Jiménez and Tecatito, kinda arguably the the best three we have and they only could produce one shot. That's a little bit worrying to me. So yes there is a lot to work on. Yes we got grounded but I think I think uh Data can learn from this and the whole team can learn from this experience. Interesting. Interesting. Dylan your take on uh,
0: on the Mexican national team
2: um yeah you know, like Christian said I think you know when you look at some of the Medicas players that were playing uh, uh Jorge Sanchez did a good job. Uh, a lot of, <clears throat> I think, in a way, unnecessary bashing from Memo Ochoa. Ivan, I know he probably has some thoughts on that too. You know, not not the performance you wanted to see. Uh, I wouldn't say for the Ar- for Argentina game. I wouldn't say it all falls on Memo. I mean, the backline was just terrible. Um, but you go from one good one great game to one bad game. Um, a lot of learning curves. A lot of things to look back whenever you go back and watch the film. But at the end of the day, you know. Um, I guess i guess in a sense these are the type of matches that people want to play and everything and you know just it's just all out of proportion really i mean uh you you're gonna have these games um you're just gonna have to learn from it um and at the end of the day that's what it is really just a learning curve definitely
0: is it definitely is and there's a lot that still needs to be said in regards to um to what this national team can actually be it's it's one of those games where it's kind of a Accident that these, these these things happen, right? The backline was just a mess. It's it's just one of those days where everything just went wrong for the Mexican national team, and it is what it is. It's just one of those accidents that happen. Um, maybe there's a bit of positive to take away, but you know, I think overall, play this game on another day, and I think it's a different outcome.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all I right, agree.
0: Then. So we're in agreement to that. Uh, quickly for all that memo bashing that we've seen on Twitter. Um, <laughs> it's not his fault. It's 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 the defense who does not help him out, and I just want to reiterate that anyone who wants a little bit further inf- information can always contact me on Twitter, and I will break it down exactly why it is not his fault. Um, I think I'm the only Ochoa advocate out there, man.
2: A- no, A-K-A- there are a few. Aka Ivan wants all the
1: smoke. Pretty much, dude. Yes, and I will basically. I would like to get. Your thoughts, Ivan, though, sorry to cut you off there a little bit, but I would like to get your thoughts since you kind of have been a stickler for, you know, Jorge Sanchez and kind of his performances. I-, I don't know if you watched the USA match, but like I said earlier, uh, I think he had a great performance and it's it's interesting to see him play that right back position, his natural position. So I want to see your thoughts I, I, on Jorge I was Sanchez. I am
0: greatly happy to see him perform the way he was performing. And like you said, I've been a stickler with him for that same reason because I know what he's capable of doing, hence the game against the United States. So can you imagine if he gave that same display week in and week out in an America jersey? It's exactly what I want to see, you know? So right. I I mean I yep. thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope that he can continue his good run of form with America, even if it's at a left back position. But, you know, I, I think this game actually does well for him in and boosts his confidence. So I would have liked to see him feature yeah. against Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he maybe would have done a little bit better of a job than Layun. But, you know, that's 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 just me kind of, you know, seeing from my perspective. Everyone else could have their own different opinion. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And if, if George, if you're listening to this, keep up the good work. And I'm still going to be a stickler as long as you wear an America jersey. But <laughs> if you can continue to prove me wrong like that, then, uh, you know, you should have no
1: issues whatsoever. Dylan, did you watch the match?
2: The USA match, yeah, yeah, I watched that
1: one. Yeah, how how do you how do you see our boy Jorge Sanchez? Because you know, I, I know me and you are more more fans of him than than Ivan.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you said, man. You know, you see him go up. You know, he did. He did great in tag, and he was doing great coming back on defense too. Uh, I gave him a it, was a. it was a solid game from him. It really was, and that's what you want to see uh, from him more in a Medica jersey. But obviously, he has to do that at the left back position. It's it's, right. it's very hard for him to get do that at the right back position because you know uh is not going to bench Aguilar, and so oh, you got yeah. to you, you got to see him do that on the left-back side, which sometimes he struggled, and he struggled a lot, too, especially this season. But also, we've seen him play good games at the left-back in America jersey, but he just got to do it consistently now with yeah. with America.
1: Perfect.
0: That word again, right? Consistency.
1: Consistency. Yeah, that's something every, everyone's been lacking. And thing.
0: we're going to touch upon that when we talk about Las Águilas de la America because that's our next – well, that's our focus mainly, but that's what we're going to go jump over now that uh, – <laughs> This national team talk has been completely uh done for here. Obviously the nations league is what's coming up next for the Mexican national team, although I think it's been uh said that the European based players will not be featuring for those matches. Uh you think he's gonna call up yeah. big names like Guillermo Ochoa, like Diego Reyes in the league?
1: Um I don't I don't think so. I think this is more of a kind of let's
0: let's bring the youngsters kind into like
1: uh yeah, let's bring the youngsters in. Let's see what they have, and let's see which 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 of them can break into the into the senior team, and you know we'll go from there. You know, no 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 disrespect to any of the countries we're playing, but I just don't think that you know we need to bring out the big guns for them, and I think this will be a good test for the youngsters. Will
0: Cordoba feature? stay tuned to find out. Uh, I think. I think. By Cordoba the way, I was looking at some of the FIFA ratings for this upcoming FIFA twenty, and Cordoba has a sixty, and he's a left midfielder. I don't know. Nice. That that wrote me the wrong way, and I'm not a cordoball fan. So I wrote a oh. strongly worded email to EA Sports. I might have gotten the <laughs> email address wrong. I just put FIFA at EA Pretty sure that's not it.
1: Yeah, that's definitely wrong. But either that way, whoever wrong. has that
0: email has got my strongly worded email. Um but yeah, uh let's see what uh, let's see what the babies can do for the Mexican national team coming up. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, let's move on into the next segment. Let's talk about Las Aguilas and América, who also featured this weekend in what was maybe not the most exciting Clásico Nacional we've seen in past years. América went down to Soldier Field in Chicago to face off against Chivas in a... I guess second edition of the Classico the Super Classico USA as we had it last year in Los Angeles. This year it was down in Chicago. Both teams faced off against each other in a nil nil result, although it would seem more of a favorable result for America than Chivas, as we did field our sub our subinte at points of the match.
1: Yes. I think we ended the the match with all all under 20 people. With
0: the exception of uh, Jimenez.
1: With, yeah, with Jimenez Jimenez.
0: Yes. And yeah, because I think even Paul went out. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, Paul went out. Yep. Like mm-hmm. if I'm over here, like if I wasn't at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, by the way, Chicago, take a round of applause. Stand up. You guys were phenomenal. You guys brought it uh, to everyone who, you know, went out to the stadium and filled. I'm telling you, 60,000 people, not one empty seat was in that stadium it, it the sea of yellow that you saw the the it was a beautiful beautiful i don't know if you guys been able to see I, I think it was just a picture perfect moment that i took that picture in which you just see how packed the stadium is and and the beauty of what the city of chicago is as well in the background it, it was phenomenal it was amazing thank you to everyone uh who made it out to that game <coughs> It was phenomenal. It was amazing. Your tailgating was fun. Your, you know, the porras that came out. And and this was one of the coolest things I think, uh, that I, I noticed in, in this game was the porras all united for this. You know, there was no division. They all marched to the stadium as a unit. And I thought that was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely phenomenal. Um, you guys were just amazing. Chicago, round of applause for you guys, and I can't I cannot wait to see myself back in your guys' beautiful city. And maybe I'll take these two guys along so we can get some deep dish pizza. I'm down. Always, always down for some pizza. But yeah, the game though relatively was not the best. I will not lie. There was a point and there was a point in the time where I was in the press box during the second half where I just I my I saw my eyes closing for a little bit. Um uh, I think that's when I missed the Paula like a lot of substitution. But uh Oh yeah, maybe. No, I I mean, I don't know. You guys saw it from your screens, uh Christian. How did how how was the game back home
1: just watching it? Uh I mean, like you said, it got I got a little bit, you know, a little bit boring. I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna sugarcoat. It. quick. It I got a little bit boring for most uh, for some of the parts, but I did like the the intensity I guess the, the the kids were trying to bring and I think that that's something you you look in Uh, in a player, especially when playing these type of matches, yes, I know it's a friendly against Chivas. I mean, it's a friendly, but it is against Chivas. So, you know, you kind of want to get that that mental, you know, fortitude, you know, ready as a a young player. You know what? This Ortega kid is the real deal. I mean, you see
0: him on TV, and it's one thing, but you see him in person, the kid is an animal in the back, and he reminds me, he reminds Mm -hmm. me, I know a lot of people won't like this, but he reminds me so much of Edson, and Diego Reyes put together, not this Diego Reyes that we have right now, but the Diego Reyes coming out of the cantera. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, the 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 kid looks great, and you no, know, I think we're all still sitting here mind blown how how he hasn't had uh, gotten a chance in the first team, um in the in the league match, because he has featured in Copa matches, but you know, the, we want to see him in the league match, in the real test. Uh, but yeah, the kid looks great. Another kid I would like to highlight, which I don't think did a bad job is uh morrison palma uh i think he was playing right wing uh the, the kid looked like uh like like he had a little bit of a kind of kind of like the a kind of like style like he, he didn't care he just go out at, at defenders and try to dribble them out and you know some of the some of the times he actually did get past yes he got dispossessed you know a few times but you know so a learning process the kid's still 19 but you know he had, like, had a little bit of flair that i, I did enjoy I, watching I, I, I was also going to go there I- I
0: did like his attitude towards the game. He kept asking for the ball. He received Mm -hmm. it. Yes, it wasn't perfect. Yes, he got dispossessed a couple of times. Yes, he made some of the wrong passes. But... He never let that get him down. He always was running. And that's something I really enjoyed about this kid. He was always running up and down that pitch. Like you said, he had the tenacity. He had the will to go at, uh, at the defense and try to dribble, try to make something happen for this America side. Now, granted, it wasn't a good game for America either. They did not register a shot. No, no. At all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> at all this
0: game. But, but uh, it, uh, it, it just showed a lot of good characteristics from some of these youngsters that uh the striker lopez i think is another guy who i really enjoyed even though he didn't really take any shots or uh didn't really have an impact on top his hustle was was really impressive um but at the end of the day these kids still have a way to go before they can do can they they can make the jump into the first team but it's good to see that they could go toe to toe with some of Chivas's, you know better players and still come out on on top yeah. because a draw against Chivas in this aspect I think it's a good sign of what's going on down in the Cantera
1: mm-hmm. no 100% and you know like I said you would you like to see a young player develop that mental attitude you know when playing these kind of matches definitely definitely
0: so America ties 0-0 wasn't the best of nights for America there but I will say this, though. At the end of the day, I don't think it was much about the match, but it was more about the fans being able to see their team in front of them in a place in which America hasn't visited in over two years. And you completely saw what it meant. And talking to people, uh, it, it really was, it meant everything to them to have, not, I'm not just talking about America fans. I, I spoke to Chivas fans as well. These games mean so much to them. The fact that they can come out and support their team and see a classical a Classico itself is, is amazing. Can you imagine having the opportunity to live that, even if it's a friendly? I think that's why there was such a big number. And, um, again, phenomenal f- work from the fans to do their part. Um, the Porras, you know, both of them, they, they played their part. They they You know, you guys saw it on TV, the flares that went off, you know. The the smoke battle that was going on. It was enough. a tremendous, tremendous uh, atmosphere out there. And, again, Chicago, congratulations. You guys outdid yourselves. And uh, can't wait to see it because, you know, I compared it to what L.A. did last year. um, And I think Chicago really takes it this year. So we'll have to wait to see what happens. Hopefully Mm -hmm. they have another one next year. um, And we'll have to wait and see how things go in regards to that aspect. But, again, thank you to everyone, too, who has listened to us, who have followed us, who have made it so that we can go to these games. um, You know, we're able to go out there and cover them and give you guys Coverage and a platform for you guys to be a part of as well. So thank you so much for making that possibility and to everyone who worked backstage in making this game a reality. Uh, I saw it firsthand myself. You guys did amazing. Uh, and, and thank you again for the opportunity to come out there and give uh, and, and, and give these wonderful people who are tuning in today the opportunity to experience it through themselves on our social media platforms and through our podcast. So thank you to everyone that was involved in, uh, in Chico- in Sunday's game in Chicago and to everyone who has made it possible for us to be there. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts as well. So thank you so, so much for that. And gentlemen, thank you as well, because without you guys, we wouldn't really be here, would we?
2: Alrighty. I mean, you're welcome. I guess. I <laughs> thank you, Dylan.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just waiting for the day where all three of us can just go and experience this together. I think that'll, that'll break the internet. That would
0: break the internet. It's, it's, we're we're going to go cover a live match of, of Dylan's Quidditch game.
1: It, oh, yes. It's, it's, it's going to be on that. the
0: last day. before. It's, it's going to be a must-win game or else they're going to get relegated.
1: <laughs> oh, We're already
2: relegated. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like
0: we're two games in and we're already relegated. Yeah, it's bad. Alrighty, gentlemen. Well, that game was uh, that game was definitely a fun experience, but I would imagine not so much at home. Zero zero. But what does this mean now? It means that America shifts its focus to another Clásico in Pumas. Pumas.
2: So, whoa, what a what a dramatic pause there. I, oh, yeah, I'll right. I,
1: I heard
0: that. I saw that. I was
1: like, what? And you know what? It was on accident
0: because. It, <laughs> We've, you guys froze for a second. And I was, I was starting to get worried. Oh, okay,
1: okay. But, uh, I
2: freeze? I have no camera.
0: I will... I, you know what it means. Sorry. Sorry for the technical difficulties already <laughs> So, But America versus Pumas, the Clásico Capitolino, arguably one of the most intense rivalries in Liga and history because this starts off from the youth, from the Cantera. This is a rivalry that's instilled in you as soon as you walk in through those pearly gates in Coapa. It is a game that is a must win from when you're a tiny little baby kicking the ball to when you're a grown adult in the first team in the first team. It is a game that you are taught at a young age. It is a must win. You cannot lose, and you have to go out there and give it your all. And the reason why I emphasize it like this is because it's a game that maybe has lost a little bit of that sense of rivalry in the past couple of years, but yet it's still an important match, nonetheless, I would argue. Mm-hmm. How do you guys see this Clasico, especially knowing the history that's been America Pumas? And then we'll dive into everything that is is, is surrounding the team in regards to this game.
1: Um, I think I'll i start it off. You know, I think I'm on am on kind of the same boat as those people who feel like this Clasico has lost the intensity. Cause you no know, I I I don't really think that you know it kind of lives up to the I guess the expectation that everyone wanted to uh, wanted it to be as a Clasico, I kind of re- see it as another match I don't know I don't know what Dylan thinks
2: um no I mean I, I still think you know you come in kind of with the same passion too especially uh with it being like a crosstown rivalry really if you think about it in, in that in that sort of way and so um it's good, I think it's gonna be a physical match I think it's gonna be I don't really think it meets the expectations because the way it's the way it's been down a little bit. But I still think you know some of these fans are going to come out with that passion, and just you know what we see with the players too.
0: No, yeah, definitely, definitely. I remember the these games were like you had to be careful going to the stadium, especially if you're going to go play at two. It was like you had to be like, don't even dare come with yeah. a jersey,
1: but. But that was back in the day. Like right now, you don't you don't really see that anymore. Which is
0: good. Which is good. Don't don't get me wrong. Which
1: is good in that. Which right, right, you're right. It is good with that. And uh, um, we're, not, we're not trying to say that violence is great because it's not. It's it's definitely good that that's toned down. But I I guess we're talking more in the aspects of of the match itself and like kind of kind of like the spark that it gives the fans. Like I I just don't see that anymore, or not uh, as much I as, just, as I used to.
2: I, I just want to go on the record that I never said nothing about that so if anybody <laughs> blames anybody it's Christian and Ivan.
1: <laughs> hey man
0: and you know what that we'll leave it at that but we yeah we're not trying to condone violence here it's just trying to spark that intensity that you you see in the stands and in the 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 pitch itself. Um, mm-hmm. But now let's talk about America. How does America come into this? Well, not so good. America wow. just came from a loss against Atlas in league play in which we got mm, well no way of sugarcoating that. We, we got, got whooped. Wiped. We got <laughs> we whooped got 3-0 whooped. by Atlas in a game in which I will argue America does not play that bad but defensively we were a mess in the counterattacks which yes. hopefully in this game we found a way to fix it. Well, Let's see if America has, and we'll talk about this. Gentlemen, America comes into this with most mostly all their players back from injury. You have Giovanni Santos, you have Benedetti, you have Bruno Valdez, you have um Henry Martin as well.
1: You don't have Bruno Valdez. You don't
0: have Bruno? He's still, I, I thought no. because still, nope. when Piojo spoke to, to the press afterwards, he said, I'm counting on everyone, obviously except Nico. And the only one that I'm doubting is Ibargüen to see if he's going to be fit enough. Mm. But if you don't have Bruno, then I, you don't I, have Bruno. Yeah, I think uh, I think Bruno's not there. So that adds a bit of a question mark as who's going to be in that center-back partnership. And if it's going to be Vargas and Manuel Aguilera again, I think it win <laughs> for a real, real long night.
1: Uh, I would agree with you. Yeah, I think so too.
0: So let's talk about this. Maybe. Christian, let's go to you. I'm going to throw it to you. What is your predicted lineup for this game against Pumas? And then we'll talk tactics. We'll talk about players that need to step up. Um, Just everything in general.
1: Okay. Um, I'll have Memo, Choa and uh, Paula Aguilar, Emanuel Aguilera, Carlos Vargas, oh Jorge Sanchez. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to be piojo right now, so this is what 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 I think is gonna happen. Um, in the contention, CDMs, I'll have Guido Rodriguez and also Gonzalez on one wing. I'll have Renato Ibarra on the other wing. I'll have Roger Martinez And at camp position. Sebastian Cordova and up top, Henry Martin.
0: Where'd you put Roger? Uh, left wing nice Who's your camp cordova interesting interesting dylan do you concur with this or would you change anything up
1: i concur. thank you
0: you know what i i yeah i really wouldn't move anything at all i think that's exactly Mm -hmm.
1: you know know, oh go for it
2: i was expecting ivan to come out of left field with this one and just say like i'm Mm -hmm. this is what i'll change
1: i mean people people might say that you know put Ortega in for Aguilera, but uh, a, a partnership of Ortega and Carlos Vargas doesn't really sit well with me either. Only because one is unexperienced and the other one isn't, you know, eh, he's so-so at center back. So I don't know. I, I would rather prefer see Aguilera and Ortega. I think that, that would, that would sit well with me which is, better. Which is what we got in Chicago, which, right. I mean, mm-hmm. Which I didn't, it didn't look that bad, it didn't. but it didn't. That's what I'm saying. And also, I don't think Piojo will risk Benedetti or Gio to put him in the starting line and run away. No. Um, I don't think he'll put our new striker in, Viñas. I don't think he'll do that either. And I don't think he'll put in our new our new signing and Richard Sanchez next to Guido just yet. I do think, however, that Viñas and Richard Sanchez will both feature in this match just at a later time. You it's really think started. they get minutes? Them? Yes, I think they both get minutes.
2: For- for, for Richard, it, it makes sense to me. I don't know about Vinyas. I don't you know about
1: Vinyas. I think Vinas takes yeah. minutes as well. Only because Mar- uh, Henry also comes back from an injury as well. And I don't think we all risk well, risks for 90 minutes. Oh, that's true. No, yeah, but yeah, I, true. I see him switching Roger back to the striker position, takes
0: Henry off, puts Cordoba on the left, and either drops in Benedetti or Gio.
2: Wow. Ivan so just wants to say Cordoba for failure on that left wing.
0: Hey, I'm. I mean, I'm he not saying no. He, he doesn't play bad on the left Sam wing, though.
1: <laughs> Cordova <laughs> like, doesn't do, doesn't really do it that bad, and we usually do see that when kind of and Gordo kind of just switch off because maybe one's have one's playing better in one position than the other. We see Piojo do that as well, kind of just switch Cordova and Ibarbuen in cam and left wing. So we could see something like that.
0: Did
1: you have Also or Lopez? No, Also. Hey, did you see Lopez in that Chicago game? Uh, but I, that, I, that, I thought that guy was yeah, not good. Oh, brother! I thought uh, we, we'll, we, we'll have an off-camera discussion about this. this I don't. This, think... this, oh, I don't want to hear this. you want to hear it now. <laughs> if you want to hear it now, I don't think he deserves to ever put on an America show ever again with that performance.
0: I thought he did good. He was recovering the ball. He was moving around. He was. I, I, I don't remember a time where he gave a possession that cost us.
1: I, there were a few times I think where he got dispossessed and it led to a Chivas kind attack. Of Granted, Chivas didn't really do much with it because obviously didn't score and didn't really pose any danger. But like like people were saying, and I do agree with them that he is kind of like, he's not a senior player. Well he kinda is. He's, he's a more experienced player than the rest. And you know, to get the ball and Im- and immediately get dispossessed is something you can't do, especially when you're that more experienced player around the younger players. It's just not something you do try to hold on to the ball a little bit more, distribute a little bit better, but I, I didn't really see that from him. Yeah. And it's not the first time I, it's not the first time we've seen him. We've seen him in other matches where he doesn't show up.
0: We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I, I, I we'll think see. he also does start, too,
1: not thinking about it. Okay. Um. Okay. Damn, I completely lost myself there. But,
0: uh,
1: where were we going at? Ibarra's good? You like Ibarra? You like Ibarra on the right wing?
0: Yeah. You kind of need him yeah, to okay. be on the right wing and
1: have a good yeah. game. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well.
0: Mm-hmm. By the way, if we're still going on FIFA What's ratings, up? he's a seventy six, which I'm very happy about. Um, but back, back to this, back to the game. So if if we if we go with that lineup and if we go with the bench that we've already talked about the stack bench bench. finally right finally a bench that's that's what we're talking about finally Finally you have a bench bench. right which is the one thing that i think america has been lacking and i think that's why you come into this game a little bit more on ease and a little bit more confident than you did maybe against atlas or tigres because you know that okay you have you have options on the bench to look at right you have an option to come off the bench and help try to resolve the issue if there's an issue at hand. Hopefully there isn't. Hopefully right. America can get this going. We'll talk about what America needs to do in a little bit in order to get this game off the bat, rolling for them. But at least you have the options of going to your bench and actually having some depths and some experience and some talent to go out and push for the game. Mm-hmm. So that's that's and gonna that, be a good thing. That's gonna be a really, really good thing. So now if you know going with that aspect, how does America need to kick things off in this match? And I think it's easy to say, oh, they need to be aggressive and go for it right away. But that's the simple answer. The more complex answer is, how does America play when they have the ball in comparison to when they don't? And I think that's been the most important thing in this season for America is their composure off the ball has been decent, has been well. You've seen it. We haven't really been conceding goals like that until this Atlas game. Right. I think this just, if you can get that discipline that you have in the back line, in the defensive side mm-hmm. of your of your game, and apply it to your uh, attacking side, then I think America can actually benefit and get some early goals. Or an early goal, I think, changes the whole game for America.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to use one, one of Dylan's, Dylan's favorite terms is you know the midfield. I think the, the midfield is going to play a key part in this match and when distributing the ball to the attack... Um, I think if you can get Ibarra going and you get Roger going, you know, you get Cordova kinda in those little little flashy flashy moments that he has to you know dribble one or two and, and break the line. I think I think that, that's where we'll find success. Um like you said, I think America obviously needs to come out with the intensity and just 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 give it to them because I think we have the players for it. Uh we're we're explosive and you know it should do it it should be a good match. It should be. It really should be, so
0: I think it's just it's gonna be up to to what America can pose in the in the final third, right? You're right. So I mean, yeah, that's where we've been lacking. Yeah,
2: that, that's what we've been lacking, so, so.
0: And now with a potential Henry, be interesting to see
1: that, which is someone you've advocated the- for, Dylan, someone who I've at times Dylan. advocated as well. He's I never advocate he, for him, but I think I kind of need him to have a good game here. He, he's
0: coming back from injury.
1: <laughs> you need him to step up, right? It's hard. It's a big ask
0: for him because he's been out for a long time, but he really needs to show up, doesn't he? Any single one? Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's as simple as that, right? Step up and maybe yeah. even earn yourself the starting position as a striker.
1: Maybe. I think, I think we're going to see a good game from Roger. I think now he plays in the position where I think he he likes to play. And, you know, he, we see he's very explosive. And when he gets going and, you know, it, it can be very scary for the opponent. You have a, a finisher in Henry Martin who, yes, does need to prove himself. And maybe that'll give him enough fire to, to kind of score a few. And, you know, if all goes well, we should come up with a victory. And I'm glad you bring up the Roger situation because he's a player that a lot
0: of people are giving a lot of stick about, right? Right, but this is his opportunity to come out and showcase. And you're right; he's gonna be playing in the position that he's gonna really enjoy because it's something that we've criticized about him is when he does play that striker position role. It doesn't not necessarily he does it bad. It's just he drops off too much. He he drifts out wide too much, and that's what mm-hmm. causes sometimes for América not to have an answer in the final third because their main target man is not in the box. It's nowhere near. The uh, you know the danger area and maybe now to have someone like Henry and have Roger do his thing I think that could boast uh boast well really for America in this game.
1: Not completely agree.
0: So now let's talk a little bit about the opposition. Pumas. How did they come into this game? Oh, Pumas. Well, it looks like they're coming uh, in from a victory against Toluca, and
1: how much? It's a two-one victory. Two-one. Well, right. But but. Two losses before that against Morelia and Monterrey, both coming at two nil.
0: Yep. now they're on twelve points, and they have yet to sitting. They they, they have yet to draw a game. By the way, I don't know mm. what that means anything. Okay, but um, I mean you can't discredit this, especially for it being a classical right? I, I think right. that's one thing you I, have
1: to put in perspective. I will know another thing in the last three away games because Pumas is away here. Last three away games, Puma has lost.
0: So you know, America needs to take this advantage of having home field. Uh, yes, you know, do what you need to do. Will the crowd be there? I I'd hope so. I'd expect them to show up. I hope up. so.
1: That's what I'm saying um, I hope
0: so. Either way, you're at home. You gotta do it. You gotta go, and hopefully, at the end of the day, it uh, it merits the result that every American is expecting to get out of this. You know. It's not to say that this is an easy game by no means necessary, but Pumas are not the favorites coming into this, even with an America side who has been just completely dismantled with injuries and transfers and all that stuff. Still, America sits in third place up to this game, and they'll be trying to look forward in trying to scale that into possibly even
1: first place. So we'll have to wait and see. Well... I feel like we could use this match also as a confidence boost and a morale boost you know after that that loss against Atlas I think the team just looked a little bit you know a little bit out of gas you know maybe maybe heads are down maybe you need a game like this to just get to get fired up again you know you you know that you have players returning you know that you know things things can only look up from here and you know this this could be the start of, of something something new in and in, in, in the team in, in terms of you know getting their intensity back and getting that hunger for, for winning and for striving for that for that first place and for that championship once again
0: yeah definitely definitely and uh, by the way Chicken Little was just uh, on the chat has said Pumas is without Pablo Barrera so that's a big big loss for them as well they're captain by the way that is a big loss Um, so should be interesting so with that said with all that information with everything that we've been talking about what is your guys' prediction for the game on Saturday Christian,
1: throw it to you first. I said we need a big game. We need a big win. 3-0. 3-0.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Hold on there, buckaroo. Pretty much. <laughs> he has a lot of confidence in Henry, Mar-
1: Henry Martin. 3-0. Well, I don't think Henry will score, honestly. But I do think we'll get to the goals. We'll see. We'll see. Dylan. But I think. I think. I think I'm gonna steal a page from your book, Ivan. I think Ochoa needs this. I think Ochoa needs that. that we need a sheet. clean sheet, not just After Ochoa. Every, but the defense needs that just as not much just, the defense. Oh, okay, yeah, but see, not just Ochoa. The backline needs it. Well, the, all all those five players need a clean
0: sheet. By the way, Pose so, was not that bad against Chivas.
1: Well, oh, let's hope he's not that bad against Pumas, too. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm hoping for. You know, we'll see. <laughs> all righty then, Dylan. What's your prediction? By the way, Chicken Little's also going for a 3 0
1: it's because me, me, me and Chicken have this connection, man. Come on. <laughs> it's going
2: gonna, it's gonna phys- to be physical, scrappy, 1-0-1.
1: 1-0-1.
0: I will concur a little bit more with Dylan's said I'm going to go 2-0 for America. I think we get an early goal. I think you see America sit off a little bit but still hold their line. I see Puma struggling. And somewhere between the second half, once substitutions have been made, a counterattack goes, and boom, you see the ball in the back of the net. Hey. So and you see
1: here? one red card? One red card. Most likely Piojo. Or oh, by the
0: way, Piojo will not be in this match.
2: Oh, that's right. Huh?
0: That is also a keynote to to pick up. He got a red card against oh, Atlas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
1: I what does that impact
0: that. the team?
2: Um, What's, what's, the, what's that guy's name that, that steps in when Piojo's out like that?
1: Oh, man. What does I? Uh, Oh, what's his accent? It's
2: not Galindo. It's Galindo. Galindo is it?
1: That- Galindo. Yeah. Galindo. Yeah. Galindo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Galindo. Okay. Oh, we okay. dealing with the clutch. Look at that. I love. It. <laughs> you love to see it, boys. You love to see it. I love it how we're in America. fans, like we don't know. We don't know Piojo's assistant. That's uh that's, that's very sad. Shame on us. Yeah, shame on us. But not shame on Dylan because Dylan did remember. I blame it on you, Ivan.
0: Yep. I I, I concur. Um. Okay. But uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what that impact does. Do you think that that's going to play a big role
1: or not Not much? Not much. It'll, it'll have something to do, but I don't think it should be a major factor. All right either. In my opinion. Dylan?
2: Uh, no, I don't really think it changes much. I think uh, Galindo stays with what your has been trying to do and implement that. So, I don't think much changes really.
0: Alrighty then. Well, you guys can catch that game live on Through the on Saturday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 central, 10 Eastern. And for those of you who are going to be stuck at your friend's quinceanera and won't be able to make it to the. What team, about mountain time? Oh, the mountain time. Yes, of course. That's 8, uh, 8 p.m. mountain time. Uh, but for those of you who will not be able to follow that game live through the TV broadcast, you guys can always follow the game live on Twitter with us or if you guys are watching the game you guys can follow it along with us as well and you guys can comment and share your hot takes with us we always love interacting with you guys so thank you if you guys do end up doing that but you guys can go follow us on Resaca America US and you guys can keep up to date with everything that is going to be happening because as always Resaca America is here to bring you guys the best and utmost coverage of Las Aguilas de America not just us but our sister partner as well down there in Mexico so, it should be an interesting... It should be a fun one. Don't miss it. It's going to be a great one. Classico Capitolino. Like we said, we urge for peace. Like the, t- the clubs. Did you guys see that? The clubs uh, uh came out and said they want peace, not violence. Yes. Which I thought was really cool. It never really works, but you know it's pretty cool. But... Uh, I mean, A for effort. A for effort. You know? Could it... It counts somewhere, it no? as long as we show that there's no violence. Maybe the fans will operate in that same sense. And but then again, there's true. there's no English Pumas podcast for us to get in a fight with, right?
1: Oh, true. But there should be one.
0: Hopefully, one day. Not to get in a fight though, but hopefully one day. Yeah, not to
1: get in a fight. <laughs> Gosh, oh my dang God. It. God, we did it again.
0: Hopefully, one day there's <laughs> one out there so we can have yeah. uh, no fighting, a, a, cool, a cool, a cool conversation preview of of this upcoming game but yeah classical uh capitolino 7 p.m pacific time can't wait should be a fun one and uh, we will bring you guys the most update coverage in regards to that and uh yeah throughout the whole week in regards to all things las aguilas del la america so gentlemen we are coming to the end of the podcast but not without highlighting the other classical that is going to happen and this is going to happen two days after the Clásico Capitulino. We are shifting moments, we're shifting agendas, we're shifting perspectives into the feminine side of things. America is going up against Chivas in the first ever Clásico Nacional in league play for Liga MX Feminine. A big, big, big match. It's a Clásico Nacional let me hear you guys' take on this because we are releasing a special edition of the podcast in which where I go in in depth and break down this game alongside Amy from the Footmax Nation and the uh, and Melissa Hernandez who uh, runs the Chivas feminine uh, English account as well. It's a great great episode. I urge you guys to hear that if you guys uh, if you guys haven't listened to it already and. Uh, that are listening to iTunes, SoundCloud, and/or Spotify. It's gonna help you guys get ready for the big match on Monday. But, gentlemen, I want to hear your guys' take on this. What does this classical mean to you, as a fan of not just America but for the feminine side as well? Christian, I throw it to you first. What is this? What does this Clásico mean? Is is this still the same Clásico that we've known to come and love, or is there something different about this? <clears throat>
1: I feel like it's it's different, but not in a bad way. It's different because you know this is gonna be the birth of something, uh, something spectacular. Hopefully, uh, I really hope that all the fans from from both sides in America and American Chivas really do take this game serious in terms of you know giving the intensity all out like they do for the men. Um, in terms of the of the match, I think it's gonna be a great match. Um, this should be a, a good test for both teams. They're neck and neck, literally. America only only you know beats uh, Chivas by one point on the table, seven and eight. So you know I'm I'm ex- I'm really excited for this match. I really hope everyone else is too. Uh, it's just it's gonna be a spectacle, man. And uh, you know we're we're lucky enough to kind of you know see the birth of this whole rivalry kind of come to uh come to fruition. No, oh, yeah, most definitely,
0: Dylan. The ladies' side have been always a special po- uh, have have always had a special place in your heart you've 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 done a deep dive into them and covered them what does this game mean a e clásico nacional mean to you as someone who's covered them so closely
2: you know I, I piggyback off of christian a little bit too you know it's the start of something you know um i think this game can really grow and be uh just as big as it is with with the men's side you know um obviously um it's the first one um You're going to be able to experience it uh, 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 as fans, you know, whether you're going to be watching or in the stands, you know, as as the years go on, it's going to grow and grow and grow. And it's just just going to get bigger and bigger every year. Um, I think it's something, too, that uh, a lot of fans have been wanting, especially before they started uh, in the whole in the whole like league table, they had two groups, and you know they weren't ever in the same group. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly if they played in the playoffs. So i don't want to say that they, they haven't, but you know it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, and uh, you know like Christian said, you know one point, the one point, off from each other in the table. Um, you know I think there's a lot of pressure from Cuellar right now, especially after the slow start, but then things started to pick up. But then you know the, the ladies uh, take a little downfall against Monterrey. And so you know, I think this. I think he has. He has a lot of prove, along with these ladies as, as well. Um, and so it's going to be fun and exciting.
0: No, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Now here's the question: Cuellar, under a lot of heat after that Monterrey game, in which the ladies lost four to one. I mean. Could and, and it's not the first time that he's under this hot seat this season. Obviously, the poor start at the beginning uh looked like things were starting to finally stabilize, yet some results still weren't looking good. Even the display that was out there on the pitch wasn't that great. Is this a time in which um maybe the board looks at this as if he doesn't get the win, is it time to look somewhere else? Is it time to let Cuellar go and find someone else? Or do you think that he still merits to at least the end of the season?
2: I, I really think it's 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 really, really getting close. I want to say, it, and me personally, I think it merits the end of the season. Uh, but it's right there in the heart. So like you said, the start of the season was not a very good start. I mean, obviously, you come off the bye, you know, you kind of expect to come out. and have been playing like you've been playing. But I think, you know, they let the season right out because at the start of the season, you have some players out for, for, for injury, especially um, Cuevas. He didn't have Espinosa who was on international duty. So you're having some of them back now and you see what they've done, what they produced. And Jen Munoz is, is still cooking. She's still going. Uh she's she's on good good form. I mean, we didn't really get to see we didn't see the Monterrey game, so we can't really speak to that game on good levels. But I think the season rides out now that some players some of the players are back, especially like I was mentioning, uh, Cuevas and Espinosa and uh I'm not for sure, but it looks like uh, Vivian's getting ready to come back, too. Whether she comes back the season or not, I'm not for sure, but that's something that you wish and hope for. So I, I want to say it rides out to the end of the season, then then um, they will evaluate from there.
0: All righty, then. All righty. Well, this game is bigger than just a Clasico Nacional because it's the latter end of the season. These points matter, and these two, two teams want to finish in the top-eight position to make it into the Ligia. So a lot, a lot is riding on this, not just... The three points, but the pride, everything that you play for, it's an interesting game. And I just want to highlight just a couple of players that I think need to step up and have a good game. I'll start off with one player that we've talked about and really highly, highly given praise for her work. And that is JD Gutierrez. Now, the reason why I highlight her is because you're just coming off a game in which you've let in four goals. You know, it's it's a mental aspect as a goalkeeper that you need to bounce back from. And it's a clásico. These games require big moments from your goalkeepers. So I really, really want to see JD step up into the moment and make a name for herself out of this game. Now, my one question is, Dylan, in regards to JD, do you think that she gets the start? Or will we see a possibility of a lineup rotation? We did we did hear that Guayer said that JD is the intended number one. But after a game like that against Monterrey, is he willing to switch it up? Or do you think JD gets the start? No,
2: I think JD gets to start. No doubt about that. For me, at least, um, especially whenever you look at the start of the defense, and I'll say it time and time again, uh, Diaz is a huge piece at left in this defense. You know, uh, I'll say that like she's she was basically Captain America shield in this defense time and time again. You know, doing great things and uh, you know it, it's big shoes to fill you know, and it, it has been and is shown and it's still gonna be that way too. Uh, but I think JD will get the start against Chivas.
0: Definitely. And another player that uh, we want to highlight, and I think someone that we've just consistently have been praising, is someone like Jen Munoz. Someone who I think needs to come in, and, and maybe it's a lot to ask for in a game like this, but to really take this game by the scruff of the neck and completely dominate this. This is a player that Is very versatile. You see her up top. You see her in the midfield. I could see her having a big role in the midfield department. And you guys can hear a little bit about more why I think her role in the midfield is going to be important on her special edition podcast that will be coming out. But I think it's because, you know, the Chivas midfield is a very solid one. And I think in this game alone, away It's going to be a difficult one, and you need someone as good, as strong on the ball as Jen Munoz is. She looks comfortable with the ball at her feet. She has her head on a swivel. She understands what this team needs her to do, and she tries to bring out the best in the other players. Because I think as much as a goal scorer as she has been with these two past goals that she scored, I think she can also be a good playmaker for this team when needed. So I think her in the midfield is going to be very vital, very crucial, and she needs to have by far her biggest game in an America jersey. Christian, do you agree with that?
1: No, hundred percent. You said I really do think she can be an important player. Uh, you know, I had a I had a brief conversation with her, and she she did say that you know they they are focused for this game. You know, all eyes on this game. They they. Put that one-day game past them already. It's not even in their heads anymore. All they want to do is just focus on Chivas, train hard, uh, harder, harder uh, for for this match. So it's nice to see that the players are taking you know this match very serious in terms of you know how they practice for the game. And you know I think I think it's gonna be good for them. And I think Jen can be that that important player, that kind of leader esque uh, player for América in that midfield. Yep, she needs to put, she needs to fuel the fire. Of that engine. So we'll have to wait
0: and see. Alrighty, gentlemen. Time for prediction. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a very difficult one. Ooh. But Dylan, I throw it to you, man. What is your prediction for Monday?
2: Hate me now, but I'm going to go with the one, one draw.
0: One, one draw, okay. That's understandable. America's away. It's a tough crowd. It's it's a classical. The nerves. Everything. One one's not bad. Christian.
1: Two one America. Two
0: one America. Nice, nice. That is exactly the same scoreline prediction I <laughs> gave. Uh, but you guys can hear all about that on the special edition podcast alongside Amy and Melissa. And you guys, uh, hopefully. Enjoy that because it, that was really fun and that was in, really in depth and get you guys prepared for the big classical up ahead. And we have a couple of big things coming your guys' way on our social media platforms to hype this game up, to give it the intensity, to give it the limelight and the drive that it deserves. It's the first ever classical, ladies and gentlemen. We are witnessing, like Christian said, the birth of something great, and we are part of its history. Whether you guys see it or not, we are definitely in the mix of all of this and the ladies need our support and we'll continue to do so and we'll continue to try to give them the uh the the focus and the attention that they deserve because really sometimes i feel like they deserve it more than the men's but uh yeah that game is going to be at 5 p.m pacific time 7 central 8 eastern and as it's Dylan kindly reminds me that it's 6 o'clock for our friends down in Mountain Time. And uh, unfortunately, that game will not be televised. I know. How crazy, right? The biggest game possibly of the season for both teams, and it's not even going to be televised. That game is not going to be televised on the U.S. because Fox Sports in Mexico will be taking over that game. But we will have you guys covered on our social media platforms, so do not miss any second of our Twitter feed because I promise you guys we're going to do our best to give you guys the utmost coverage for this game. And uh, yeah, make sure you guys stay tuned to that. Follow us on at America US and at resacaamerica_us underscore US for Instagram. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys are excited for the latest game. Hopefully you guys are excited for the game against Pumas. Hopefully America can get three points on both of these games because up next, next week is going to be Queretaro at home. And then after that, well, we're right back where we started. America versus Chivas at home as well. So, plenty and plenty to talk about, gentlemen. Plenty and plenty to talk about in these upcoming weeks. Are we excited?
2: Yes. Very We're... excited.
0: So, by the way, it's also my birthday week it's next week. So, I would really, really enjoy if the ladies kicked it off with a victory. So, hopefully they... That
1: would be nice birthday that present. That would be
0: the best birthday present possible. So, ladies, if you're listening to this, please humbly win this game so I have something to cheer about but uh, without further ado gentlemen I think we've come to the end of the show
1: it was a great show it was a how fun did you feel about this it one? was
0: a very very fun one alrighty so gentlemen anything else to add on before we sign off
2: I will
1: be <laughs> taking questions now about anything in the chat anyone have any questions you have literally two minutes to go two minutes to get a question away two minutes. No, do you have a question for the uh, Christian. Do I have a question for yeah. Dylan? Um, yes, I do actually, Dylan. Christian, will you marry me? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, thank you. So, love story like never before first?
0: here on the EY podcast. There
1: you go. There you go. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, looks like we yet to have well, a question.
1: Well, no, we have not question, but I would like to say thank you to everyone who supports us day in and day out. And I would also like to say this to Ivan publicly. I know we spoke a little bit off camera, but I would like to say that, you know, I I appreciate you. And I I hope that the whole community appreciates uh you for what you have done for America English. And I hope you, you keep doing it and to give us this great coverage. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it. So thank you.
0: Um it means the most to me especially coming out from you guys because it uh it it definitely it, it gives me an indication that what i'm doing is is in the step in the right direction and uh to see you guys' growth and the growth of the of, of the community it, it means the world to me to be a part of it um you know i'm just trying to do my part just trying to be a little uh, a little little piece in in the puzzle and uh hopefully this can can continue to grow as it as it has and mm-hmm. we continue to work hard on it so We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, thank you so much. And thanks to both of you guys, really. Because, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a show without you two. And it wouldn't be a show without everyone who's listening tonight. Not just here on YouTube, but everyone on, you know, SoundCloud, Spotify, and, uh, you know, and, and iTunes. Google Podcasts. And, and Google Podcasts, too. I didn't even know we were on there, but we we're on Google Podcasts as well. So, if you guys have Android you devices, go. you guys can find what? us on uh, on Google Podcasts. You're the it-
1: one... 88 episodes in and
0: we, okay. we didn't know we were on Google Podcast. Yeah. I I found it on accident at work. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And but uh no yeah, thank you to everyone. I hope you guys well, have a wonderful wonderful night. Thank you gentlemen as always Dylan. It was nice to have you back from Hogwarts Christian as always. It's great. I'm glad well. to have you here. We'll be back next week on our regular time on Tuesday. We were going to uh no yeah, we, we we're just always going to stick to that. Alrighty. Uh anything yeah. else gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Nope. I think we've got everything. All righty. All right. You guys have a wonderful night. Have an amazing, amazing week. And uh, we'll see you guys again next week on Tuesday. We're going to talk everything in regards to the Classico between Pumas and the ladies. And we'll get you guys ready for the game against Querétaro. And uh, maybe we'll have, maybe Dylan will organize that party for for the podcast in regards to my birthday. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe they'll have uh, ice cream, cancito ice cream. Ooh. That'd be fun. All right, then. You guys have a wonderful night. Uh, stay tuned to all the coverage on our social media platforms. And as always, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Until next time, take care. And as always, Arriba America.